Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to Big Planet Comics Podcast number 121. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Cutting edge sound effects here, everybody. Uh, I'm Jared. I'm Nick. And say hi, Kevin. Hello, I'm Kevin. That's uh, Kevin. So, uh, yeah, so we are the most comprehensive comics podcast in the galaxy in universe. Galaxy, yeah. Uh, and you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook. We started an Instagram account. Whoa. Yeah. Which Whoa. I, I know, Do we have right? a Pinterest? <laughs> I think we might. If not, we'll get right on that. Just let us know what you would like us to Pinterest. be Pinterested in. Yeah. Um, what else? We're on Facebook. Whatever, whatever you need. Hook, hit That's us up. Social medias. We're, we're on the, the iTunes. You can leave us nice comments and stuff. You can Snapchat us if you want. <laughs> Yeah, we've got some good ones that way. The, uh, the questions no one wants to know that they roulette, asked. Chat roulette is good. Yeah, whatever you want to do, we're happy to, to um, look at it and talk about it. Yeah. Kevin is not here. Oh. Um, he has passed away. <laughs> to, to a better place. He's uh, working hard on cool Something. stuff. Yeah, he's got some secret projects that... Yeah. One that's so secret, he had to miss the podcast. <laughs> or he's really busy or lazy or one of the above. Combo Probably knows. all of those things. Yeah. So right, though. we miss you, Kevin. We are all lazy. Come back. <laughs> um, so should we just start? Well, well let's let's see what's been going on. Yeah, what's, um, been going, so, what's been going on, Jerry? Well, we had SPX not last weekend, but we a talked, weekend we ago. We talked about it. I know, I know, but I have been recovering from that ever <laughs> since. Uh, I'm so, recovering from a wicked hangover. Oh, I had, I what was, did you do? Oh man, I don't know. I went, was that last night? No, it was okay. like, <laughs> like last Thursday. <laughs> You're still recovering. I'm still recovering. I went to like a, a trivia night and we won, so that was cool. Wait, wait. So, what kind of questions were you dealing with here? Oh, all sorts of all Give sorts. me a good category. Like, what you guys are really good at? Um, we had one guy that was really good at sports. Yeah, those um, are always hard. I'm which sure I got one of those. One of those was like, uh, what's the the one um, league that had a uh, a year off because of a strike? Hockey. In, in 19, or 19, 2000-something. Hockey, Hockey, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Come on. That was an easy one. I That's the like, only one I would have yeah, gotten. <laughs> NHL, NHL. Because uh, NBA had one too, yeah, I probably, recently, but it was only like half the season. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I would have said hockey, and they're like, "That's, that's not a league; that's a sport, sir." <laughs> but anyway, the trivia escalated. Uh, <laughs> once we won, we got like free drinks. Oh dear! Um, and then we decided to, decided to play another team uh, in darts. Oh we dear! We played them for shots. I, I can see problems building with so, everyone. Yeah, every said. time we we won or lost, we, we <laughs> took shots or. Not um, yeah. One of my friends had a good observation about drinking games. It's the only game where if you lose, you're really winning, so nobody cares. <laughs> no, I wasn't winning. Yeah. I, I got really drunk. I <laughs> oh dear. Girlfriend had to drive me home. Well, we drive drove another drunk home, and that's I just, that's very threw nice a lunch. No, <laughs> it was really bad. It was Ooh. one of the drunkest I've ever been. Uh, but you know, I'm still recovering. It's all right. So, are you never going to do trivia again? Are you never going to play darts? You made any new life choices? No. All right. Good answer. No, I'm probably going to do it again. Tomorrow? No, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, do it. We'll see. <laughs> Gotta learn those trivia. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, my girlfriend's friend just got here from uh, Moldova. Oh, cool. That was fun. We, Welcome. Yeah, we took a tour of the, the mall. Not not like with Tyson's, Tyson's Corner. Corner. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's like, welcome to America with our I think terrible mall. Tyson's Corner was the second day. <laughs> oh, there you go. The first you day. You had to build up to it. Yeah, the first day was the National Mall. And you're like, this isn't as good as it gets. We have more stores at our other malls. This is like the baby mall. <laughs> All they sell here is Lincoln bobbleheads. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And uh, 
POW stickers. <laughs> Do they? No, they've got that. Have you seen down by the Vietnam Memorial? There's like a little stand where a guy it's like you know giving information about mm-hmm. POW and MIA stuff. It feels like flat. they've got like little stickers. And stuff. I've weird. never talked to him, so I'm not sure if he's just doing information and stuff. But he's got like lots of patches and stuff. Right. I hope he doesn't sell them. That'd be really weird. <laughs> Yep, so that was fun. What did you do, Jared? Uh, I was trying to think. I got nothing. I mainly recovered and mailed a million retrofit comics, like (laughs) packages out to subscribers and stores who'd order it. I realized the problem with like debuting three books at once at a comic convention is that then you have to mail all of them out all of them. the week after when I should have been recovering. I was just packing boxes. (laughs) But luckily, Kevin and uh, Kelly and uh, well, somebody else, Kendall. Kendall, yeah. yeah. So there's some news. Uh, got a new guy helping out Kindle. <laughs> it's news. It's very important. Well, he's, he's a talented artist. Yeah. He did he did the art from our last podcast. It was oh, yeah. awesome. He's working at the Big Planet Comics. So. Hopefully. I haven't checked up on him. <laughs> I assume he showed up. Um, what else? Anything else going on? Any news? No. How about some real comics news then? There's no comics news. Well, let's go news. into it. Let's, let's play the music, right? Yeah. Nothing? No news? No. Just credits. You <laughs> did all your research and nothing happened this week. Nothing happened this week. Comics and TV happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gotham premiered this week. That was Monday. Yeah, I didn't watch it. No, I didn't did watch you? it either. No. <laughs> yeah, I, about halfway through, someone was tweeting about it. And they're like, Gotham, crazy. And I was like, oops. Because yeah. I, I was watching The Wire. Oh, well. And I'm like, better. Yeah. I'm Have like, you not watched The Wire? Okay, I'm re-watching The Wire. Right. And I still feel it trumps almost everything. Okay. So. Yeah. I watched uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. last night. Was that the new season, season start? two, episode one. So it just started, yeah. It was good. Had the Absorbing Man on it. Is that a spoiler or is that just... Uh, he shows up in the very beginning. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, sorry, it was fun. It was cool. There was a lot of interesting character developments. Uh, they fixed the lighting. Um, it looks less like a TV show, a little more movie. So um, It's better for like the stylistic... Yeah, elements. it looks better. Like The uh-huh. whole show looks better. And um, Do you think they got more money because it actually did well? Maybe I I think they just they just responded like to, to some of the uh, <laughs> the critique yeah and then you know the the characters have a lot more going on this season which is you know I feel like a lot of the Joss Whedon shows usually second season is always better first yeah. season the Buffy's it's, a little rough it settles out a while you know they've yeah. got I mean they usually got really good ideas but still it's like any show very yeah. few shows get hit the ground running so well it's good. except for Over oh, the Wire. But the wire, right? Well, like any HBO show, most HBO yeah, most shows. Are, yeah, yeah, they have bigger budgets to throw at it. So yeah. hopefully, they'll be like, "Dude, write this out before we start." Right. So the better script. Uh, any other news? That's it. I got nothing, man. All Seriously, right. Seriously, there hasn't been anything interesting in the last week. All right. Well, we got we got some questions or a question. We have one question. All right. Let's do some questions. This just in. No, this is a question. It's not news, right? It's in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there, uh, this is from Pat. Hi, Pat. Pat. Hello, Pat. Wait, you didn't say hi to us, did he? Uh, he says happy podcasting at the end. Oh, okay. Thank so, you. Yeah, thank you, Pat. Uh, he says there are a lot of acronym names groups in the Marvel Universe. SHIELD, Ultimatum, AIM, HATE, HYDRA, and so on. He forgot SWORD. Oh, and, man. Uh, what is the science one? The interdimensional one. Uh Oh, oh, going deep. I don't know. Nah, I don't anyway, uh, and then Sword's he says, a new one. Is there a good source that maps out each group and how they interact? Well, for one, I didn't know Ultimatum was an acronym. What, is, yeah, what group is that? I think it is. Neither is, is AIM. Yeah, AIM is Advanced Idea Mechanics. That's true. It's Ooh, hate. Hate I is. I don't know what hate is. Hydra isn't, though. Hydra probably 
They no. Might, they might stand for No, something. they just stand for, like, the Hydra, like, the creature, and you cut off a head. And yeah, but it's like, saying the shield stands for shield. Like, they try to be clever and come up with good um, acronyms. Like, uh, Hitler, young... <laughs> Hitler youth. Dragon. Hitler Hit- youth. Uh, decided to reorg- no. reorganize as anarchists. <laughs> Hitler youth <laughs> do wrong acts. No, that's not, true. Wrong doesn't start with an R. <laughs> what? Do really. Hitler youth are not big on schooling. Yeah, they can't spell very <laughs> Hitler well. youth do really awesome. <laughs> no, that's their, that's yeah. their bad schooling. That's how evil they are. Uh, they don't. They're so they, evil that they spell really R I L L Y. Really <laughs> awesome. Oh my god. Um. There was a question. So is there, there, is so. there a good source that maps out? I don't. There isn't. I'm sure there's a, Wiki, is I'm no. sure there's a Wikipedia that's like here's every appearance of Shield or whatever. Right. But yeah, the kind of interactions of them is kind of awesome, interesting because like they've so many of them. Like Sword you mentioned is relatively new. It's like right. last three or four years. So many of these have been around for so long. Plus, they've had stuff like the Shield series that Hickman wrote, which built out the prehistory going back like a thousand, right. two thousand, three thousand years right, of right. Shield. Um, and plus, it's I'm sure just every writer's like I'll just throw AIM in here, or you know, like or like in I mean, Shield and AIM constantly interact. So I right, mean, you know. But I'm just saying that like any writer could throw any good or bad group. It's just like right. he's a Shield agent, or yeah, he works no, for Hydra. There's or, no like a uh, map of like a hierarchy of like Shield answers to Sword, but maybe not. Maybe Sword answers to Shield. Who knows? Who answers to who? That's true. Um, well, I'm just thinking like how often like have they fought each other or teamed up or right. I mean, shield, I guess shield and sword probably work hand in hand. That's, they must. Right. Shield's like Earth and sword's yeah. like all the alien stuff. They're, like so. the, they're, they're the actual shield. They shield the Earth. Yes. Uh, which is funny. Um, but, I mean, we don't even know what Ultimatum is, do we? No, they're like a terrorist group. Oh, they, oh, it's not an acronym, though. I think they are. I remember the very early one when he was fighting, when they're fighting Captain America. I think that's it was an acronym. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like ridiculous. It's like, you know. The, um, but they're like, they're the guys in the white. Costumes, right? With the white, like, uh... Yep, the little black berets berets, and the white face mask and machine guns. Yeah. Man, I forgot about those dudes. Those guys are... Yeah, the answer is no. There is nothing. Um, I mean, there might be out there. Not not, not that we know. Yeah, hopefully some guy has dedicated his entire life to this and is furious listening to the most comprehensive podcast in the universe that we have not mentioned his website. Uh, But you can uh, contact us at uh, podcast at bigplanetcomics.com and let us know that we missed your website. Or or your other podcast where you talk about the interactions of all these groups. (laughs) All right, let's go on to reviews because That's we all have we got. no questions. No questions. We got a question. Kevin's not here. No, the balance question. is off. <laughs> the balance we is need super. To, we need to move to reviews. <laughs> but think about it. This is going very quickly. It all right, is. let's do it some reviews. really easy. We love comics. They're swell. Except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right. Reviews. Reviews. What are we doing first? All right. First up, we got Aliens: Fire and Stone Number One by Chris Roberson and Patrick Reynolds. Is Patrick with a, without a K? Yeah. Or is that a misspelling? I sure hope it's correct. I looked it up. <laughs> it's published like that on the front of their book. So oh, yeah, okay. if they screwed up, then I'm going to blame them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we did Prometheus last week, uh, which is also Fire and Stone Number One. So they're doing a whole series of alien-ish universe well, there's, crossovers. Um, yeah, there are all these Fire and Stone books. There's Prometheus, Aliens. Aliens versus Predator and Predator. Yeah. Which is so kind of like redundant. But it all. That's a good point. Um, Maybe it's just Predator like at home chilling out. Yeah. And he you, doesn't want to fight an alien for a change. He doesn't want to come to Earth. Yeah, that one's about like uh, sexual predators. Oh boy. Um, all right. So. <laughs> so, uh, this well, was, so Prometheus was after the Prometheus film, right? Yeah. But this. Like, this like one many that, years later. And this is after. This takes place before the Prometheus Fire and Stone issue. But right, what is this? 
Like, when is this set? This is after the Alien movie? I have no idea. I don't know where, where, where it takes place in relation to the movies. But basically, um, the planet, you know, in Prometheus, they went there and abandoned it. And these people are a nearby, nearby colony? Yes. That have get a, got a, overrun by aliens from yeah. the Aliens movies, the Xenomorphs. And they're trying to find a place to escape to, and they end up on the planet. Yeah, so they, <laughs> they fly from the to the nearest planet, which is safe, which should just be a lifeless rock. And, of course, is, as we know from the Prometheus series, full of horrible monsters. Yeah, because they let loose all the science experiments, and they, they went wild. Yep. What could possibly go wrong? And uh, so, yeah, the aliens uh, follow them. They hitch a ride on their ship, and they start killing everybody. That's basically it. Yeah, I gotta say, this this does feel very close to the Aliens movie, the Cameron one. It's very action-packed and lots of yeah. like people getting... It's like in the middle of the film. I don't know if I like it. people dying. Oh, really? I don't know. I mean... It doesn't seem like there's nothing to to hold it above like any other aliens thing. Yeah, like if you've read one aliens comic, <laughs> That's you've kind problem. of read them all. There's well, just people on the run. There have been some that are very clever. Yeah, this cool one ones. is kind of one of the the simpler. Yeah, just like people messing with aliens, you're gonna get killed. Yeah, there's like oh, there's aliens on this planet. Let's run away. Oh, they followed us. Uh, they have to fight them here. Um, I, I feel mean, like the the reveal at the end about the planet they've landed on, which is the Prometheus planet, is much more interesting. But yeah. that's kind of like the end of it. Yeah. So it's like kind of a setup that issue two might be really cool. But the fact but... that this takes place before the Prometheus comic tells me right. that they're all going to die, I guess. And then the aliens will be there. Because in the Prometheus comic ended with the aliens trapped in a room, right? Yeah. Um, and they're about to open the door. Which that's makes me think they, they trap the aliens in a room. Maybe they escape. Maybe they all die. <laughs> Could happen. Well, maybe they all escape. And then they get they go to another planet and they get hunted, <laughs> hunted by predators. Yeah. <laughs> and then the predators... Uh, get hunted by aliens, and that's how they all tie together. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Is with like, because did you read the old aliens comics? Like the, some of them. Because like the one, yeah, the one that one of the ones <laughs> aliens, aliens versus Predator that Chris Claremont wrote was set on Earth <clears throat> right. when Earth had been overrun by aliens and humans like floated in giant like like zeppelins and stuff above the planet because does, it was too dangerous to land. How does Stormwatch fit into this? <laughs> Because Stormwatch ended, like, the Warren Ellis run, right? That's true. It ended with all the aliens from Aliens... Landing on their space station. Landing on the everybody. Stormwatch space station and killing everybody. Maybe that's how Earth got infected. <laughs> that's how it is. That's how they ran out of superheroes. It was before, before Wayland, right? Or Wayland? Wayland. It's Wayland. Oh, the, the corporation. Oh, is it Wayland, Utani? Yeah, it's It's Wayland, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. I mean, maybe... Yeah, who knows? Timeline's all messed up. <laughs> Come on, get it together, aliens. Yeah, Wayland. I don't know. Uh, this comic was just okay. Yeah, it was interesting. I like the art. Um, I mean, I'm kind of interested in to see how they all, yeah, that's all kind of fit together. How they do them all together, yeah. But not that interesting. <laughs> well, I'm curious if they tie it together. Right now, it's very much just like a loosely I mean, they all take place on the same planet. So yeah, but that's so. that's whatever. Like, yeah. we need, we haven't seen much evidence that they're going to tie together. So, right. we'll see. All right, uh, next we've got Cat Dad, King of the Goblins by Britt Wilson. Yes. Uh, this is a uh, short graphic novel with super bright colors. Uh, so, have you heard of any others of Cat Dad? This seems like no, book is, three of a series. No, it's just, uh, kind of jump into it. I don't think he's done any more of this. She. He might know. She? Oh, she, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is true. Uh, but yeah, so the I other thing... picture in the back. Yeah. Is, I just uh, have a friend named Britt, so... Oh, there you It go. reminds me of a man. Uh, but yeah, so there's, uh, Louie and Mary, two sisters. Yep. Who have their really cool mom, who somehow... Has She's got some kind of magic powers. She turned their dad into a cat. Yeah, who, not like... A cat with a human intelligence, <laughs> just, a cat. just a cat. And then they've got uh, their friend Phil, who's a giant who's frog? frog boy. Frogman. 
uh, and they're just all chilling at the house. I mean, when, it's kind of like um, like any kind of Cartoon Network this, show where the, you just kind of jump in and yes. there's no real explanation like why. Yeah, it's um, just like it's why like, this person is a frog. Or, it's very like, Japanese. It's just like weird. Yeah, it's stuff. just like this is how it is, um, which is cool and it's fine. Um, and it's you know it's the, you get into this world where. Um, it's a very simple kind of slapsticky humor. Um, it felt like a cartoon, like literally, yeah. like I was and, reading a cartoon. Well, it's drawn so well. It's yeah. drawn like um, there's a lot of kind of warping of things. Like everything's very curvy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the uh, the main uh, aforementioned cat dad, their dad, who is a cat, um, <laughs> gets kidnapped by goblins, and the uh, kids go through a magical portal, which is like their like uh, linen closet. Linen closet. Yeah. Uh, to try to save them, and that's kind of the the main plot of the book. They they go through some adventures with the goblins. Yeah. The goblins are really funny. They're really stupid. Yeah, they're awesome. They're easily distracted. Um, they're just like, hey, what's that over there? And they like look over there for a long time, and they like shrug. Yeah, which is really funny. There's so, a lot yeah, of that, some really like, good like kind of wily e. coyote gag moments in this. Yeah, there's a lot of that like um, silent humor, um, which is really funny. There's there's a part where they're lost in a cave and they're trying to figure out how to get out, and they're like. Here's not to do it. Yeah, and, like pages and pages of their mistakes. Yeah, they spin somebody around. They do rock paper scissors. They they roll a d twenty. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, eventually, they decide on doing a, uh, a cootie catcher and then finding out which way to go, which is pretty funny. Um, yeah, it's I don't know. It's really cute, really funny, and fast paced. And yeah, and I like I really liked her art. Like it's super yeah. bright. Uh, I kind of wish this book was bigger. Almost like. Like it's it's so bright like and, a larger and, and size. And it's pretty big. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's big, it's but yeah, big, yeah, I kind of want to see more. Like, but it's super cute. I mean, like the dad is really funny. Like, he's kind of like sort of mystical. So he, when he gets angry, he turns into a giant cat. Yeah, but then he's still like playing with string and like yep. kind of loves being, having his tummy rubbed and stuff. It's it's very cute. And the goblins are so idiotic; they're perfect foils for almost any situation. And what actually like. What the plot of like why the cat was taken is pretty great too. I thought that was <laughs> really pretty cool. awesome. But yeah, so uh, really fun. That's uh, Cat Dad, King yep. of the Goblins. Um, highest, no highest, mid highest recommendation. Yeah, really good. It's really cute. Especially if you have like a, a younger reader, and it's, yeah, it's really fun. I mean, if you like like Adventure Time, the yeah, cat, that, that sort that of style, then yeah, definitely check it, it out. Fits into that category. It's really cute and fun. Cool. What's next? What do we got next? Next up, we have. Cringe, an anthology of an embarrassment by JTO, Sam Spina, Liz Lenny, Jeffrey Brown, Caribbean, and a lot of other people. Uh, Box Brown is somewhere in there. <laughs> um, Sam Henderson. But yeah, it's basically an anthology of um, kind of true stories uh, by comics artists. Um, Dealing with know, horribly embarrassing moments. Yeah, horrible, embarrassing, cringeworthy things that have happened to them. And uh, it's really funny. Yeah, so it's an interesting mix. Some people literally do one page, and a couple of people had six or seven pages, but most of them are quite short. Um, and it's it's kind of an interesting variety, because there's the typical, there's a lot of, like, in, you know, elementary school, this guy picked on me sort of thing, so there's some very basic ones. And then there's some disgustingly, like, painful ones. So I think it, just having that many people was a pretty great mix of, like, the typical, you know, oh, this is how it went, and then, like, once we were just, like, this cannot possibly be a real story. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, like I got some insight into Box's uh, childhood or youth when he was uh, used yeah. to get light bulbs. Yeah, which I thought was, was, was a, pretty funny. a joke, but apparently he's... No, I mean, that's kind of a thing, right? Yeah. There's like kind of the freak show thing of people eating glass and stuff. Um, and then there's like this the variety, because there's that one which you're like, oh my goodness, and then it's just like the crazy racist roommate. <laughs> and you're just like, all right. 
This is pretty terrible. And then, I don't know. I, I found a very good mix yeah. of stories. Because, like, often anthologies are pretty neat. Like, uh, Daniel, the one by Alan King, and Jamie Vidya, I think, was one of my favorite ones in here. I mean, the cool thing about this is that, um, although there's, like, varying qualities in art, like, you yeah. know, um, some of it's better than others, but overall the stories are all really funny. Yeah. Um, regardless of the art. Um, but I don't know. Some of them are really good at doing expressive stuff. Um, like Sam Spina's thing is really funny. Yeah. His story is really funny about how, uh, there are some, you know, um, drink girls that give out free drinks at, you know, different, different <laughs> his, events. His and, was really good. And they want to pour it in his mouth. Instead, he starts drinking out of it like a hamster. He just like starts sucking on the bottle. Really yeah. Funny. And um, then he's like, what have I done? <laughs> Yeah, no, these are great. Um, yeah, it's a nice short little book. It's probably like 100 pages or so. This thing's only $8, which I didn't yeah, realize was it's eight bucks a great deal. It's super, super funny. Yeah. There's a funny... <laughs> like I said, there's some stuff in here that's like actually pretty like intimate. You're like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a good mix of humor and like really it's definitely some good insight stories. JT Yost is pretty funny, yeah. too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I liked it. Yeah, so there you go. Quite a bit. And a, a nice variety. Like I said, there's a couple people we knew and a lot of people that we hadn't heard of before who did right. some good stuff. But they all have funny stories. Yeah. So that's that's the, the crux of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we've got a triple combo. Triple uh, combo. This is Edge of Spider-Verse 1, 2, and 3. Uh, these are a five-issue miniseries. We're reviewing it because uh, each one is done by a different group, uh, so focusing on a different character they're doing a big spider-man crossover where they're pulling every variant spider-man from different universes and stories and creating creators. some new ones yeah and a couple of new ones uh so the first one is spider-man noir which is by david hein and fabrice sapolsky with art by richard isanov that one is kind of the pulpy it's kind of a sequel 1920s, to 1920s yeah, 1920s or 30s no it's 30s it's during like the great depression yeah um it's kind of a follow-up to the previous spider-man yeah. noir stuff so he's had a couple of miniseries two or three now it's got a pretty simple story that, uh, you know, it, I mean, what is it about exactly? Like, it's basically uh, there is a magician who has real mystical powers who right. believes he can. Like, so this the Spider Man in this universe got his powers from sort of magic and being bitten by a magical spider. Right. And so this magician thinks that he can use the the powers of Spider Man to give him even more powers. So it's a weird combo of like Houdini <laughs> fighting a pulpy Spider Man who might use a gun at times, who dresses right. like. Kind of like a tough mask gangster dude. Uh, right, most of these end end with uh, you know somebody like Superior Spider Man, somebody showing yes. up and recruiting them as part of Spider Verse. Yeah, so it's pretty interesting that they had to write an entire story, a standalone story, and then at the end of it, know that their character is going to have a Deus Ex Machina. Or but that's not what happens Ex with all of these Spider Ex um, Machina. That's true. The third one. Is the third one. Yeah, the third one. Um, is uh, the third one's Dustin Weaver, and this is this a new Spider-Man? Yeah, I've okay, I've never seen this one either. Part. Okay, good. So this one is a guy who's He's basically Aaron Aikman, Spider-Man, yeah, the Spider-Man, uh, who has basically designed a robotic spider suit, which is interesting. Just as a very cool design, uh, Dustin Weaver is great. His art is great in this. This uh, seems the best art I've seen from him. Yeah, um, and he wrote it as well. Uh, it's a very interesting one where he is investigating his arch nemesis, and they totally set it up with like flashbacks to the fake issues that. You right. have not read, like, Hulk number 23. What? Right. They had some really weird throwback issues. <laughs> uh, yeah, the terrible Hulk number 50 is the first yeah, appearance of his foe, <laughs> Namura, who's the kind of from a different dimension. And so basically there's a, a series of interdimensional monsters coming through and possessing people that he's trying to investigate. Uh, but yeah, he's in a robot suit, which I thought was pretty cool. He had some really cool relationships uh, with, like, 
you know, the girl he's in love with who, you know, broke off their relationship because she had her, like, daughter was, like, horribly injured and, you know, right. like, the crazy mad scientist type thing. Um, this one definitely ends very differently. Yeah, this one, I think they're just showing to be, like, we can just tell whatever story we want rather than necessarily tying them all together, so I'm not sure. No, it definitely ties into the stuff at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the best one of all of these. Yeah, so the, the three, reason we three did of, this. Yeah, so three have come out so far. There's going to be a fourth and fifth uh, in the next two weeks. But last week we had number two was by Jason Latour with art by Robbie Rodriguez. And it does, was, uh, well, we? Jason Latour draws Southern Bastards, yes. writes Wolverine and the X-Men. Robbie Rodriguez draws FBP. Yep. Uh, Federal Bureau of Physics. Yep. And this one is called... Gwen Stacy, Spider Woman. This one's got a lot of kind of press and hype because it's people awesome. People love the design, and it's it's actually one of the best kind of newer spider related designs I've seen. Um, yeah, it's, it's such a good. It's one of the best of all time. It's really good. It's a really cool design. Yeah, his his uh, style matches up perfectly for the kind of story they're telling, which is that instead of Peter Parker getting bitten by a spider, uh, it's his friend and eventual girlfriend Gwen Stacy. Yeah, uh, who becomes Gwen, Spider Woman, and, and Gwen Stacy in this universe is part of a uh, like kind of a punk band. Yep, with the Mary, uh, Janes. Mary Jane, in it. yeah, <laughs> called the Mary Janes, fronted by Mary Jane, obviously. Um, and I don't know, man. This is like so energetic and youthful, and it just felt very light and funny. I would love to see an ongoing series of this. This, yeah, this is like what I wish they with did when they rebooted team. something. Yeah, and Robbie Rodriguez has his art is amazing in this. Um, even better than it is on FBP. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of the kind of thing, thing he, he should be he drawing. Should be drawing, yeah. and he he seems to be enjoying it a lot. And I he I think he designed this Mary Jane, this Gwen Stacy. He must the costume, right? Uh, but this costume is so good. Um, it's it's pretty much all white kind it's, of Spider like, Man. It's like white and black. black on the bottom with white on top, and she's wearing a hood with the spider webs on the inside of the hood and on her arms, and it looks kind of like she's in a web. It's really it's so cool. well designed. Yeah. Um, but it looks really fun to draw, too. Besides that, the, the characterization is really fun. And Yeah, one of the interesting things about Spider-Man is the early days when he was dating Gwen Stacy, her father is a captain in the police force. So it was always that struggle that, you know, he was being this vigilante while his girlfriend's dad was trying to stop the vigilante Spider-Man. Right. And, and so this like, flips yeah. the thing that in this universe, Peter Parker gets killed trying to gain powers like the lizard through science. And so her dad, Captain Stacy, is now trying to stop Spider-Woman, not realizing it's his daughter. Yeah. Which I thought was a great dynamic. I thought the whole story... And again, this was a single issue that had an entire story set up, and I thought yeah. was amazing. And it's really cool, and the most exciting part is that she'll I'll be appearing in Spider-Verse again. Amazing. So hopefully they'll spin on you know, a new series out of this. I'll be really interested to see what happens, because it's, it's, really it's become really popular and... This issue sold more than all the others. So. Yeah, that's great. But anyway, there. That's our highest recommendation. That yeah. book is amazing. It's so good. All right, what's next? Next up, we got Town Called Dragon, number one. By who? By Judd Winnick and Jeff Shaw. Judd Winnick, famous for uh, Pedro and Me, right? Yep. And writing a lot Being of on the real world. Exiles. You know, some Exiles, yeah. And yeah, he uh, did some big things. He did a lot Batman of stuff. DC stuff, too. He hasn't done anything in a while. I haven't seen his name yeah. on anything in disappeared some time. This is a long issue, though. Maybe he's been writing this for a long time. <laughs> well, this is a, a new legendary book who put out kind of movie... I don't know. They field movie scripts or whatever. But they put out Annihilator last week, which is Grant yeah, Morrison. Yeah, the new Grant So was that, uh, was that a movie script? I, I can't tell their stuff is like... Because I feel like a lot of ways, like, if you have a finished comic, you can pitch that rather than a movie script. So it might just be like... I wonder if they've we'll do... evolved to more of a comics yeah. and movie company. Sure. Um, why not? But, I mean, this feels like it could be kind of a movie pitch. Yeah. 
But uh, anyway, the premise is that uh, it starts off with um, something that I don't like, which is um, kind of a flash forward. You see the a bunch of the main characters um, fighting something off screen, and then it cuts to a thousand years ago. Yep. Um, there's a bunch of Vikings fighting a dragon, and you find out that it's the last dragon. Um, and it's been terrorizing them, and all the dragons have been terrorizing them, and they're but, finally but they done kill it. killing, brutally murdering yeah. the dragon. There's a lot, a lot of fighting the dragon to its death. Um, yes. And then they find the last egg, which is the last remaining vestige of, of dragon-dom. Yeah, they didn't draw this page very well, but they did this really cool part where they're hitting it with an axe, and they finally jump, drop a giant stone block on it. And the egg is so strong, it splits the stone in half, and the axe just doesn't make any damage. Yeah, and so, so they, it's almost indestructible. Indestructible. Right. And so the 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 king tells um, it's Leif Erikson, right? Yeah, <laughs> tells him to take the <laughs> the, dra- the the dragon egg to the new world and kind of put it on ice, which is kind of just uh, put in like some kind of freezing oil. Yeah, and then put it in a cave, and so it won't hatch. Um, and then you cut to the present day, and there's a. Uh, in the town that he took the egg to, this kind of a mythology is built up um, around the town, and the town is now called Dragon. Dragon, Dragon Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> and uh, it, much like Area 51, everything is named after, uh, instead of aliens, everything is named after dragons. It's so like a Disneyland with a dragon yeah, theme. There's a it's restaurant awful. called the Dragon. There's a, a hotel called the Dragon's Lair. There's a, a food place called the Dragon's Feed or yep, something like that. It's all like that, yeah. And so... It's about this. Like uh, the crosswalks have a, like right. a, a red hand to stop, and then like the walk sign is a dragon chasing a human. Yeah, and then this, uh, this, yeah. it starts with this like kind of young couple stopping in the town. This old crazy guy tells tales of the dragons and how they exist, and trying them to, to sell them dragon related <laughs> memorabilia. Um, and then just driving away, and then it cuts to kind of the, the which is. Which seems to be our main character, kind of. Um, well, it seems like there's two or three main characters. Yeah, there's a couple stories going on. There's a there's a hiker, a kind of mountain climber who's um, very risky climbing a mountain without a rope or anything. He's extreme. And he finds some people that are investigating something, and he thinks they're terrorists. Yep. And so he goes back to this bar, which I think this guy is our main character. Yeah, the, sh- the he, diner he's owner. He's in the very beginning in the flash forward. You're right. Um, and you know he's working at this diner. And the, the mayor's trying to get him to change the name to a dragon-themed thing, but he doesn't want to because he thinks it's, it's stupid. And he's also, like, the old, like, you know, star quarterback. You know, right. A, he's a kind of, like, like, a town hero. And, yeah. But the funny one of the funniest parts of this, I think, is his um, his waitress uh, okay. at, the, at, the, at the diner who's, <laughs> like, like a very young girl who's You slowly find out that she's never actually worked in a restaurant and she doesn't know what she's, she's doing. She's completely making it up. And it's really funny. Um, her one-liners are, are pretty funny. Um. So, yeah, yeah, and then you know that they, you know, the, the guy comes back. It's like I've been climbing. There's some terrorists in the mountains. Uh, maybe we should investigate. And obviously, they're searching for the dragon egg, and you know, yeah. stuff dragon related stuff starts happening. Um, I but know. yeah, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that does feel very movie ish. Um, yeah, let me show you one scene, kind of like that scene at the end. Right, like yeah, would well, look awesome like, in a he's film. Jumping off a cliff with a backpack. Yeah, but I feel like it doesn't work quite as well as a comic. You know, it's just, I don't know. But it's, I don't know. Um, it's okay. I didn't love it, but I liked it all right. Um, yeah, it's an interesting premise. I, I definitely like the premise. I like the idea of uh, kind of the last vestiges of dragons who yeah. are kind of like ancestors of dinosaurs. And uh, they, you know, they're being hidden away by Vikings. Yeah. That, that's, that's part's pretty, pretty cool. awesome. <laughs> They're showing up in the modern yeah. world, which is all right, but I don't know. It's a little too, 
uh, something about it. It felt off a little. Yeah, it's a little off. It's yeah. not as funny as it should be at times. Yeah, so I feel like yeah, like you said, not it's tense some, as some it good character be. moments, yeah. but not as even across. And I really love the art. It's a little Greg Landish. Yeah, like just a little too photo referencey. I don't know. Parts of it a little yeah. overdone. Maybe I don't know. But yeah, but I mean, I liked it. All right. Um, but yeah, so that's definitely like an issue two or see how it does in issue two. It's an two. okay one. Yeah. Uh, I like the covered issue two. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But, All right. Uh, we'll we see. got one left. This is the best. really cool. What do we got? Next up, what do you got? Roche Limit? Roche Limit one? Is it Roche Limit or Ro- Roach? Rock? We said Roach at some point. Let's say Roach. No, I'm going to say Roche. Roche Limit. <laughs> Roche? Roche. Yeah. R-O-C-H-E. I'm going to say Roach. Roche. 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 I think I'm settling on a Roche. Limit. <laughs> no, limit. No. <laughs> Definitely not the hard one. Okay. <laughs> Roche limit number one. Yeah. It's about this. Um... Who's it by? Oh, who is it by? We got. Mor- Morrissey? Oh, my God. Michael. These names. <laughs> Michael Morecci? Morrissey? Man, we're Michael terrible. Morrissey. I'm going to say Morrissey. <laughs> Morrissey, the singer. Mm-hmm. This is a side project. Uh, with art by Vic Malhotra. And. Um, it's basically about um, the space station that's built on the edge of this anomaly. Um, that It's kind of like a black hole, but has no gravitational pull. And it's kind of about this uh, drug dealer that lives there. And uh, he he sells this drug that's made from um, byproduct of the mining that they're doing there. On the nearby planet of, um, what is it called again? Dispater. Dispater, um, which is a tiny um, planet. About the size of India. <laughs> yeah. That was a nice touch. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So he's a drug dealer and he runs into this woman who's looking for her missing sister. And he, you find out through the course of this that um, people, kind of these mobster people, know where her sister is. And he, he tries to get involved and they know him because he owes them a lot of money. Um, and he kind of uses his drugs to bribe some of the guys and... Uh, Accidentally, like trick somebody else into getting high who who doesn't yeah. do the drugs anymore. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's really it, funny and it's very noir. But yeah, it's, it's have that good sense of it's, humor. It's it's funny at the same time. It's yeah. it, it, and he's kind of like a a little bit of a Han Solo type guy. Yeah, he's always he's like, like conniving his way out of stuff. And yeah, he's always kind bigger of bigger trouble. Yeah, he always finds a way out of any situation. Um, and you get introduced to kind of these other criminal elements. Um, this woman who has a, a missing eye. Whose name I forget. What is her name? Um, Gracie. Gracie. And uh, she's looking, also looking for all the girls who are missing. So apparently there's more than one girl missing. Yeah, so it's building up a big kind of like that kind of classic, like there's more worse things going on. And these people yeah, there's are going to get bit caught. Of a there's something really big. Class warfare going on. Yeah. Um, there's like the upper class that live, you know, decadently. And there's people that live in the the dregs kind of just doing drugs and and, and getting by. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of levels to this, and it's, yeah, it's so, really fun and interesting. And then, yeah, it's kind of hard. I'm describing it now with you. It's like it's kind of hard to say, but I really enjoyed this. I yeah, thought it was really no, cool. I, I feel like we're not getting it across quite as much. The art's how much great. We like the coloring's this. great, and it's it's a really cool atmosphere. It's a really uh, there's a lot of uh, world building, which I always like. But they do it really well. Yeah, like it's not super blatant. It's just like bits and pieces. There's a little bit at the beginning where there's yeah. like um, somebody ex- kind of explaining what the world technical is. spread. Yeah, and then showing like a little diagram of stuff. But once it gets into it, it's it's really fun. Um, yeah, some really good characters, and uh, then like some weird, really weird stuff starts happening at the end. Yeah. You get a little bit of hints of where 
all these missing girls are. Yes. And then the kinda... something really random happens at the end involving a glowing yep. egg yeah, you're like, of some sort. Or something. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully there's super, not a, dr- a dragon inside that egg. Yeah, I was just about to say. Uh, it's really a lot like the last book. But no. Um, but yeah, it's really, really fun, good start. Really cool. I like it a lot. Um, awesome. It's definitely a, a good image, number one. Yeah, another great one. With another interesting kind of world that we haven't seen before. And uh, yeah, I like it a lot. That's awesome. You should read it. Our highest recommendation. There you go. Uh, so I guess that's it. Anything else for this that's week? That's it for this tiny, yeah, semi-disastrous <laughs> podcast. Uh, totally, totally improved without Kevin to ride herd on us. I had to review a few of these books uh, two, maybe three times because of some technical difficulties. Whatever. We're just like talking about books over and over That's because Kevin isn't here. Yeah. But uh, because of that, Kevin, at this point, will throw in some uh, horns, maybe. Um, Something. Yeah. We'll say, we, we'll say we miss Kevin and he'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But yeah. All right. That's well, it. So that's yeah. It uh, for episode 121 or 120 and a half. <laughs> yeah. Whatever we're calling it. Uh, but send us uh, any questions or stuff you want to talk about for next time and we will see you soon. Yeah. Bye. Uh-huh.